back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler and ready to break down some Husker recruiting and what better time to do it than when Nebraska has one of their biggest recruiting weekends of all time. I mean, the star power of this, as far as at least recruiting profiles, is really crazy. Uh, So we'll welcome in, uh, as tradition, Brian Munson on three and Husker online. Brian, how's it going today? Hey, I'm doing well. We're getting ready to do a lot of work the rest of the weekend covering all the guys you just mentioned, covering all the things we're going to talk about here. Oh, I bet. It's got got to be a busy weekend for you. You're not busy at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> just just almost 30 recruits to cover over the next 24 to 48 hours. That's yeah, I don't I don't see any problems with that whatsoever. Seems pretty simple actually. <laughs> yeah, right. Now there's I wanted to get this out of the way out of the gate cuz somebody asked it earlier. Are these all unofficial visits? They are. Um <clears throat> the official visit schedule doesn't kick off until a little bit later on. Um this is the uh, this is a junior day unofficial visit. Uh, probably would be you know like some NIL implications here for some folks. Obviously for kids that that, that come from those states where it's legal to kind of uh, have that. Um, but uh, ultimately, this is all unofficial traveling on their own dime. Hmm. All right. Well, that's very interesting. And of course, Dylan Riola is the big name coming into town. But uh, was I wanted to ask uh, first about Ryan Wingo? Is he a late addition, or, or we knew about him coming through for a while? No, I've known about Ryan for a while. It's it's really kind of interesting, obviously, that it's that it's uh, that this has come up because I, I think I I remember when I confirmed Ryan. It's been at least two or three weeks now that that he's been he's been on there, but he's been jumping around on our on our visitor list because um, like you got to put it down like as a specific day. You don't get uh, you don't get actually. I confirmed him on March seventh. So known about him for about going on about three weeks. Um, uh, he's jumping around on our visitor list because he's showing up on the 24th, not on the 25th. So we've got like 25 guys showing up on the 25th date, two guys showing up on the 24th date. So Wingo and, and Riddell are sitting down there. So you got to kind of move around the on three visitor uh, visitor list a little bit between Friday and Saturday to see everybody that's there. But yeah, we've known about him mm. now for about three weeks. Of of all the recruits that are coming in to visit, who is your like sleeper, like a guy that maybe isn't being talked about enough? Hmm, that is a good one. Um, well, it's it's really tough to kind of like it's really tough to like to exclude a lot of these players um, because they're, 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 they're so, they're so big. And, and I think that it's, uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the two offensive tackles. I'm going to go with two offensive tackles. I'm going to go with Andrew Sprague and Gage Ginther. I think the, I mean, we all know where the, the offensive line uh, situation is at currently for Nebraska right now, where they got like 10 healthy guys. Mm. Um, you're going to get four more guys, you know, at the end of the school year, all high school players, um, offensive tackle is a is a huge need in the 2024 group, and I think when you get when you get looking at this list, you know you're starstruck. You get Dylan Rayola, you're going to get your Gatlin Bears, your Ryan Wingos, your Carter Nelsons, Nathaniel Frazier's, etc. And on and on and on and on. And I think obviously people want to stop and talk about Brandon Baker. Brandon Baker is mm-hmm. number one offensive tackle in the country. I understand why you want to go ahead and do that. 
Andrew Sprague is making a return visit. I think this is his third trip to Nebraska, and I'm pretty sure Ginther has been to Nebraska at least twice before, possibly more. And he has quite the connection back to the state because his, his dad actually played at the University of Nebraska at Kearney uh, in the early 90s. So he, he has, you know, he has got some ties. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the two offensive tackles that, that nobody's talking about in Sprague and Ginther as being really underlooked commodities in the, in the weekend's class. We're speaking with Brian Munson on three Husker Online. And Brian, I know, you know, a lot of these guys are extremely highly rated. Most of these guys are extremely highly rated. So to me, I'm not expecting to see, you know, commitments to Nebraska, you know, directly after this weekend, uh, maybe a couple of weeks down the line. But if I said three of the guys visiting this weekend committed um, before the spring game to Nebraska, would that be surprising? I think so, yes. Um, you're, you're just in this, you're, you're in this time frame right here where the spring is, uh, really about determining where you're going to go take your official visits in the month of June. Um, there could be, there could be a couple of commits. I mean, I, I think like Ian Flint, you know, would make some sense to tie it in from Katy, Texas. Um, you know, I think Gibson Pyle, you know, I think he's accelerating his timeline a little bit. You know, the offensive lineman from Houston, Texas. I just don't feel like it, though, after that, because all these guys have got dates to go to other places. They've all got they're all talking about taking official visits. Um, I, I just feel like that 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 acceleration just isn't there for the rest of these guys. Um, I feel really good about a number of these players ending up, you know, in the, in the signing class for Nebraska. I mean, that's like, that's like the one big thing. I, I don't want to sit there and like rope off a bunch of names and tell you who I think are going to be the guys that are going to be there or the guys who I feel like right now are the, are the least realistic to end up signing with Nebraska. But I, I feel pretty good that, that Nebraska is going to get some of these guys. It's just not going to happen. I think to your point this weekend, I don't think it happens uh, in the month leading up to the spring game, but I think it's going to happen sometime, you know, between who the guys that come back for the, for the official visits in June and the guys that come off the board between that date uh, and probably like the middle of July. Now, Matt Rule, is, he's, he's told us multiple times how he wants to get guys in to watch practices because he wants them to see him in, in, in that environment. He wants them to see what they're going to be doing pretty much when they do, if they do, end up committing and, and attending Nebraska. Um, have you heard back from some of the recruits that have been able to see practice and, and what their thoughts are? Uh, well, I mean, I talked to like McGahee and I talked to Caden Massey, I think. I think they both had some pretty important things to say about, um, you know, how things went uh, watching practice that day. I, I really feel like, though, it, it's it's the it's the it's the it's the opinion of, of Stone Saunders, and he's a 2025 quarterback. Um, he's he was already at Nebraska. I think it was like end of January, and he came back again. Um, and, I, and I pull up his quotes here really quick because I, I felt like it was super telling. He said practice was fast-paced. It was fast-paced but with still high standards and attention to detail. And then he, then he mentioned exactly what you said. Coach Rule was coaching him up. He was completely into it and coaching hard every play. He said he was impressed and that they were, quote-unquote, practicing with purpose. 
Um, I, I felt like that was about a good a read about, you know, any recruits assessment as to how practices were going so far, or at least how involved the head coach was, how things were not rusty, you know, getting off the ground with a new coaching staff or whatever. They hit the ground running. I mean, Caden Massey and Willis McGahee, they were expecting for some, for some, for some problems, for some things to go wrong. They didn't see that. And, and, and obviously, you know, this was day two when Stone Saunders was there, and and he was just as impressed and and, and saw Matt Rule out there leading the drills himself. So, uh, really good comments so far, all the way around from the recruits that have been to to Nebraska so far this week. And Stone Saunders, you know, I've seen his name uh, around a little bit too. Just is is he their primary twenty twenty five quarterback? target right now he's 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 the name that that's out there at the moment um it, it, obviously you know nebraska and and coach rule they've all got really really tight ties back to that part of the country um and 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 the high school obviously that that stone is from um harrisburg uh, bishop bishop mcdevitt uh, is, is i think is, i think what it is they've all got ties back to that part of the the, the country um, he, he's obviously a, a, a national, you know, kind of guy when it comes to his recruiting, his film is great. He's not going to overwhelm you when it comes to his size. He's not a six, four guy, but his, he can throw the ball. I mean, and he is going to go check out like Notre Dame and Clemson and Georgia and Tennessee. I mean, he has got some teams absolutely mm. looking at him. It's just you you got to kind of see the arm whip, you got to see the arm strength, you got to see all the all the throws and all the route tree that he's got and then just not get too caught up on the fact, you know, that he's not a 6 foot 4, 6 foot 5 guy. Mm. Uh, now, of uh, this uh, weekend's vi- list of visitors, I wanted to ask you first of all, is it is it around what's the total number that they have that you guys have confirmed? Let's see. Um, I was just looking at that just one second ago. So you did have one 2025 guy, Isaiah Mosey, coming in, and he is from uh, the same high school as Williams Nawarney. So hmm. you're adding one 2025 guy in. You've got uh, 25, 26, 28 hmm. is what I know of right now that are in town. Um, and actually 29, the, the long snapper from Pinnacle High School, is there with Dylan Rayola too? The number one long snapper in, in in high school is there too. So, so just south of thirty. And and you know this is obviously with the number one player in the nation in town. This is uh, got to be you know somewhat new. But do you remember a weekend like this with with past rec- or, you know coaching staffs um, that was able to get the type of star power that they are you know just this weekend? Never. I mean, um, <clears throat> quantities have kind of, you know, gotten close to 20 sometimes, like for some junior days, maybe some official visit weekends. I think we we got really close to that, I think, one time in December with Matt Rule. I think it was like 18, 19. Um, nothing in terms of this quantity, nothing in terms of this quality. I think people would want to go back maybe and point the finger at like Friday Night Lights, mm. uh, you know, um, Calabrasca movements under under Coach Riley, they don't come close. They they do not come close to here. And and obviously, I think you know hindsight's twenty twenty. They're a little bit, but I think in terms of just overall number of five stars, number of four stars, uh, the 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 mix of where these players is from is truly interesting. You're getting it from the Northeast, from the West Coast, from Texas, all the way through the five hundred mile radius. Um, I think that that's one thing that's getting overlooked. I think it's incredibly important. 
Um, but yeah, this there, there's never been another weekend like like this that I can recall. Yeah, it's crazy. Just to have the, you know these guys targeted, you know, it usually doesn't seem like Nebraska's in on some of these top guys. I want to ask you about Williams uh, Numeneri, uh If you could say the name, I already, I already can't, you know, screw it up. But he's the number nine player according to On Three in the nation. I know he's. They kind of talk about a lean. Um, uh, you know, in Nebraska, maybe not quite heavily in the mix. For some of these guys, is this is this kind of the visit to get Nebraska? in the mix or, or more, you know, more prominently in their, in the discussion to land them? Absolutely. I mean, that's, and that's really what the wins, you're not going to get those commits this weekend. Here's what you got to do. You've got to get them turning their attitude and opening their eyes a little bit more towards Nebraska. Now, Williams DeWarney has been in Nebraska. I think this is his third or his fourth time. Um, he almost basically ruled Nebraska out a year ago before his head coach and the head coach's son, which is his, which is his teammate, went up there in January and told Williams, hey, some things are changing. This was about the time that Bill Bush and Mickey Joseph and Brian Applewhite were being brought on staff. So they were seeing some changes happening there. And then obviously Coach Rule now is rededicated you know, to, rec- to recruiting the Kansas City area. Um, and I, th- I think that that's, that's where you got to kind of go ahead and get started. You have to get back to – Things are different. Here's how they're different. Here's why they're different. Here's where we're going. Here's the bigger picture. Give me, give me some time to kind of show you this and demonstrate this a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's, this is what that weekend is going to be about. It's going to be about Nebraska moving up some people's boards, some, some of their lists and making sure that they can get them back on campus again, hopefully for the spring game and again for an official visit. Those are, those are the big two next milestones that Nebraska is trying to fill up with these guys. All right, we've put it off long enough. It's time to talk some Dylan Raiola. Uh, what is, you know, Dylan we know has, has taken uh, quite a bit of unofficial visits here. Um, another one here. I know he's got, a, I believe I already got an official visit, his first one lined up with with Georgia. Um, it, do you expect to see Nebraska to be, you know, obviously to get at least one of those official visits? And, and what, what do you think kind of is the goal here? Because it seems with this big recruiting, you know, effort, you know, you hope a couple of these guys just befriend each other and, and love the, you know, kind of love the, the vibe here at Nebraska. Totally. I mean, this is about <clears throat> getting a chance to see Nebraska, meet the number one player in the nation, talk about how serious he is about Nebraska, what what he kind of sees and what he's kind of thinking and feeling about Nebraska. He's already scheduled to come back for Nebraska's spring game. Um, and Willis McGahee, the fourth, who was on campus on Monday, you know, drops drops me a line and says, yeah, I'm coming back for the spring game too because mm. I want to meet Dylan. Mm. It, it changes a lot of things even for the defenders, you know, as part of the class if the number one quarterback in the nation is going to end up going there. I mean, it's a total game changer. So that's exactly what's going to happen. You're, you're hoping for these social situations where these guys are going to get a chance to talk to one another, figure out, like, what guys are really thinking about – what their process really looks like, understanding like what their timelines really are, and then staying in touch with one another and trying to get back and do it again. Um, you know, Dylan, like I said, Dylan's going to be there in April. Like you said, first official visit appears to be set and it's going to Georgia. I totally anticipate Nebraska is going to get that chance to host that official visit. And I think Nebraska would want to work that out with Dylan to figure out what guys from this weekend what guys from spring game weekend, what guys from other weekends could they potentially bring in and allow them to, again, have some more time together to talk things through, to talk about Nebraska while they're there and like for their official visit in June. 
Well, it's fascinating stuff because you believe that, you know, Dylan uh, can get some of these guys to go here. But, uh, you know, from the sounds of it, at the same time, if you if you don't end up getting Dylan, then maybe, you, you know, you lose interest from some of these guys. Is there, a, is there a particular guy, maybe like the wide receivers, the Ryan Wingos that you're the, the Ryan Pelhams that you're looking out um, that would be particularly, um, you know, somebody that Dylan's pretty close to in, in this weekend visit? Or, or is this, you know, has that not really been established yet as to, um, you know, one of his primary buddies? I think Baker, <clears throat> Brandon Baker, I think that Nathaniel Frazier, I think that they're really, you know, they're 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 going to be linked, I think, with Rayola a little bit. I think Pelham is another guy that you had mentioned before. Wingo is definitely a guy that's interested in hearing about, like, about what's going on with Rayola. I think all of them, I mean, even like Carter Nelson, has got a general mm-hmm. interest in what's kind of going on with Dylan Rayola and how he could fit in the class. So, um, but I think the California guys uh, in particular – are the ones that I would look for to try to get something out of to see, you know, how things went with them and Dylan and see if you can get anything about like what's being said behind the scenes. Fascinating stuff as always, but this weekend in particular, thanks once again uh, to Brian Mutson of on three and Husker online for joining us and getting us prepared for the weekend. We will all, uh, it's like, it's, it feels like a game day weekend almost with how big this recruiting weekend is. Thanks for joining us again, Brian. You bet, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. There he goes, Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. We love him joining us every Friday uh, and uh, giving us the scoop. And man, this this feels big. It's going to be so much. It's 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 it's. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to put this outside of it. This is going to be the biggest recruiting weekend that Nebraska's had in quite some time. Like you mentioned, yeah. all the other ones, the the Friday Night Lights, the Calabrasca movement, and all that. I think this is bigger. Yeah, uh, they have like what three, four, five stars on campus. Yeah, and I mean, it, it just it, I know we're we're used to it because we've been talking about Dylan so much, but it's just again. You're not going to have yeah. the number one player interested in Nebraska every year. So, you know, I mean, at Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama, this is just a Tuesday. But this is this is big for Nebraska. Yeah, this is huge. I, I think at any school, they'd be pretty happy to get this uh, this this weekend going. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. We'll be back with the crossover. Nick Sainert will jump in studio with us, get us ready for happy hour. Uh, a couple things to break down. Of course, the, the Sweet 16 matchups last night and into tonight. And I'll tell you a little bit about uh, a commonality of championship teams and college football since 2008. We'll do that next year on Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.